This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder, the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at Shorewinder.com. Hey guys, Ryan here with Torch Talk Podcast. Did you know that I also run a marketing agency with the absolute best crew? I keep hearing from other garage door companies how their SEO company or their web design company is just not cutting it. We never hear that here. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we work really, really hard for you door guys out there. Check us out, suchandsuchmedia.com. You got the pricing and everything right on the website. Full transparency. And we're going to work really hard because you are the champion of your story. And we just want to be a small part of your success and celebrate it with you. Great customer service. Amazing web design. Phenomenal SEO. It's going to get you ranked. Give us a shout such and such media.com. What's up guys, Ryan here with Torch and Talk Podcast and we just ended my favorite part of the whole podcast. The music, that is my favorite. I don't know why, it just gets me pumped up and ready. Um, today, we're taking a different approach. Um, but I feel like it's one that's going to uh, free a lot of you guys from some frustration and give you guys options. Uh, today we've got Tamara, which is an executive assistant uh, to yours truly. Uh, we have Beth and Paige. And Beth, Paige, what's the name of your company again? Sorry, I probably should already know that. We recruit well. We recruit well. Uh, and the topic of today is... Um, what it's like being a business owner and some of the frustrations, but how do we solve some problems without actually, you know, maybe thinking outside the box. And so uh, we're, we're going to take you a little bit on a journey of um, what it's like having an assistant um, and um, kind of my thought process. We'll go through Tamara and let her speak to what it's like being an executive assistant and we got Beth and Paige who actually connected us together. So you're going to get the full picture of uh, from every angle. And so I'll start real quick by just saying um, for a long time, uh, I've hated email. Uh, I think that email is from the devil. Um, and I think it's a horrible way to communicate. Um, I think it's miserable uh, checking my email, replying to my email. I'm also not great at um anything outside of, uh, 160 characters. I'm a Twitter kid. Uh, so I feel like if I have to write you a book, um, I'd rather not send it. Um, so, and then half of uh, probably 75% of everything that comes in doesn't really need my attention anyway, but it takes my time. And I've always thought by hiring an assistant, it's kind of like pompous. Like I felt like I would be some type of like, Oh, holier than thou. Like, uh, I don't need an assistant or if I got an assistant, it would be one of those scenarios where I would just look like a jerk because who needs an assistant? Um, and when I got over myself with that, uh, and reached out because I was either like on the verge of suicide or finding someone to help me. Um, I reached out to a, um, a lady named Jennifer who I had talked to a long time ago in my early stages, but, um, maybe couldn't afford, but I, um, uh, uh, she hit me at a, at a price point that I, I couldn't afford at the time. Uh, so 
fast forward a couple years, I got to the point where I needed somebody. I reached out to Jennifer. Jennifer referred me to Beth. Uh, Beth and I jumped on a call. I was so pleased with, I guess, the uh, the organization, the structure, the communication, um, and kind of the expectations. And so uh, I did some basic research against her company comparing to some of the others, and I really felt like this was the best path for me. And we'll get into some of that later. But, um, Tamara, you want to share a little bit about what you do for me? Basically, I look at myself as just kind of a girl Friday. So I, there's nothing that I, I'm here to support you in an administrative role so that you can be the big thinker and handle the high level problems and not have to worry and get bogged down so much in the minutia of, like you said, responding to emails or, um, you know, just kind of the little day to day things, putting things on the calendar. If you, you know, whatever you need, I'm here to do basically. Yeah. I mean, if you just take, uh, the fact that she sits in on some meetings and takes notes to where I don't have to, and then follows up and gets the follow-up meeting scheduled and, um, you know, holds me accountable. If I tell them, Hey, you know, I'm going to send you a list of questions like our meeting today with LiftMaster. Um, you know, she'll make sure that I get those questions over to them. Um, and, uh, you know, I may say that and, and forget, you know, and that happens sometimes, but, uh, she's good at holding me accountable and saying, Hey, you said to LiftMaster that you would get them a list of questions. Um, so any type of like client meetings, I don't even really like get involved in the scheduling a lot of times, um, or I'll send a Calendly link, but, uh, she helps organize my calendar to make sure that I'm, uh, effective. And, um, and there'll be some times where I'm like, Hey, let's do away with this meeting or let's move this or whatever. And she just handles it. Uh, but the time spent just on the calendar alone and then the email, I think is super important. And my goal was, uh, you know, I, I do what's called one-on-ones with my employees and I keep hearing the same thing. And, and it's like, uh, it really hits home for me. And that is, I hear that my team tells me I'm, you know, I don't want to bother you. You're too busy. Um, that is probably the worst thing you could tell me as an employer, I don't want my employees feeling like they can't come to me because I'm too busy. So the idea was let me bring Tamara on and let's, uh, let's see if I can free me up enough to where the team comes to me and Tamara deals with all the back end stuff, uh, to where my team gets to the point where I'm not too busy for them, or at least they don't feel like I'm too busy for them. Because when we're trying to create a culture of open communication and, um, and positivity, I'm a major part of that as the leader. And if they feel like I'm too busy for them to talk to me, uh, then I'm probably not doing my job very well. So, um, and I think for the most part, I wouldn't say it's like a hundred percent mission accomplished, but, uh, we're establishing it and we're working towards it. And so it's significantly better now than it was before, which is good. Um, it's also cool that like at the end of the day, I can have a conversation with Tamara and be like, Hey, all right, uh, let's walk through everything. And then we kind of do like a recap. Um, and, and then she's like, Hey, there's a couple emails that you haven't responded to yet. And I even may just tell her respond to it this way. And she'll just respond to it herself. 
uh, which is great. So she helps keep me organized. And of course, I'm running multiple businesses and doing the podcast and GDU and, um, you know, everything else. So she kind of has a little bit of a whirlwind. So she's checking multiple inboxes and uh, jumping on different things. And so uh, it's a lot for her. And uh, we were joking around before and we've joked around uh, prior that uh, my assistant needs an assistant. Um, but uh, so let's say you're a business owner, you are, uh, you're in a truck, you're slammed, you get home, you know, you got a family, you're spending four or five hours at night doing invoices, you're doing quotes, you're doing emails, um, and you want your life back, right? I mean, you're tired of working a job and you want to be a business owner um, and you want to work on your company and not in it. And I'm not promising this is the solution, but I'm saying this is definitely a solution to help you get closer. And if I know most of you guys, uh, which I do, um, we talk a lot and, and I feel like I, I know a lot of our listeners, um, you guys are, are great in the field, great leaders for your businesses, but a lot of you lack in the administrative side. Um, and that's okay, right? And, and it's okay to identify your weaknesses and, and understand uh, you're at a disadvantage, you're in a truck or you know, you've got a million things going on, having to run out to the field and come back and run out and come back. Uh, so in the grand scheme of things, uh, I feel like uh, for those of you who may not be in a position to hire somebody or you're in a position where you just need help, uh, having an assistant is a great solution, whether that's in person or a uh, virtual assistant. Today, we're going to talk about virtual assistants and maybe some of the pros and cons of both, if uh, Beth and Paige can speak to those. But we're going to bring on Beth and Paige now and have them kind of share uh, and I'm going to ask them questions. So Beth Page, welcome to the podcast. Hey there. So I think we've laid the uh, foundation and I'd like to ask you guys a few questions. So you guys specialize specifically in virtual assistants, right? Or do you guys do um, in-person assistant recruiting as well? I would say when we started this company, because we've been in the virtual assistant um, community and staffing uh, for several years that that's really been that's that's the thing where we really shine we really understand and know how to find those good virtual assistants however <laughs> since the whole covid and pandemic has has come into play we've learned um, that th a lot of times leaders out there need a variety some people need purely virtual and obviously that's where we shine uh, there are a lot of people out there who are looking for hybrid right now. And that is also an area that we can help with because it's got to be someone who really understands the virtual workspace, but also desires to be in, in an office occasionally. And so that, that that is an option for us. And we've been pretty successful with that as well. We do um, place some in-house. It's not so much our specialty, but it is something that we do. Um, so... Yes. The answer is yes. And yes, we do it all, okay. uh, but you're right. Virtual is, is our, is our thing. We've both been virtual assistants for a long time. So we understand that world. And that's why when we met Tamara, we were like, this girl gets it. She, she can do it. Yeah. Right. Tamara? <laughs> so we had, um, the process from my perspective was, you know, reach out to Beth, um, uh, Beth, kind of laid out the plan. The plan was, 
you know, uh, the way you guys, and we'll get into like different ways that people pay, uh, to, to, to hire people. But, um, uh, what we, I, the, I was, had not been exposed to this other than, you know, uh, understanding that and I thought all virtual assistants kind of, um, for the most part would come from a staffing agency. Uh, you'd pay the virtual assistant and then, you know, there'd be a couple dollars, uh, you know, a month on top of that. Uh, there's companies like belly, uh, that's super popular. Um, I'm always getting people hitting me up in my social media inbox on LinkedIn for, you know, people in the Philippines and, you know, whatever else. And, uh, there's been some good feedback from some people in those areas. I know there's a lot of conversations on, um, uh, what's that clubhouse. Uh, there's a lot of people talking about, uh, this type of, uh, stuff on clubhouse. Um, and for me, like at first I thought a virtual assistant would be impossible. Like I, I it was very uncomfortable for me because I was like, I think a lot of this stuff that I needed it needed to be observed, um, in person, not somebody who was, you know, in another state, uh, like Tamara is. And it does require a certain level of commitment from the business owner to integrate that person into their lives. Um, however, if you're in a truck, um, it's as simple as shooting a text or, you know, obviously not while you're driving disclaimer. Um, or, you know, uh, you can't text or send emails while you're uh, uh, driving. So maybe you call your virtual assistant and you talk and you say, hey, uh, can you read me my emails? Um, you know, hey, can you log into um, my dispatch software and book me for this job? I got some information. Hey, can you uh, build out this quote for me uh, while I'm driving to my next job and send it off? I mean, these are all things that you can do while you're driving, uh, which I think is um, super cool. And so, uh, but the process with this is um, I decided, okay, we're going to give the virtual assistant a try. Um, you guys said, we're going to uh, put it out there, get, uh, get some qualified people, and we're going to narrow it down to three. And then we're going to introduce you to those three. And those three are going to be really good. And those three were really good. Um, and so it was a difficult decision. Not really Tamara, I'm just saying that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, there were three very qualified, um, very unique, uh, individuals. Um, and, uh, it was interesting enough, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very personable, uh, person. I like, uh, there, there's a little bit of overlap between business and personal for me. Uh, I like to, uh, share life with the people that I work with. So it's not so like stuffy and professional. Um, and so, uh, when I met with Tamara, we both kind of had that vibe and Beth had already told me, she was like, Oh my God, you're going to fall in love with this girl. She's perfect. Like you guys do have the same similar personalities as far as like, being able to, uh, you know, have that work, uh, life, like it's more than just work, it's life too. And you guys are going to mesh. And, um, and so, uh, I knew right when I talked to her that it was, uh, that, that, that was probably the case. And the other two were great, uh, significantly like more corporate, uh, type environments. I think they came from, um, and, and that's just, probably not my personality. So I, I, I chose Tamara because 
I felt like um, she matched my personality and uh, I didn't want this person to be like annoying or I didn't want to offend them or, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot that goes into it and I'm just being honest, right? Like, um, and, and I told Tamara in the, in the interview, uh, you may remember this, like, I want to be able to send something to you bluntly without you getting offended. Like, I need you to do this, period, right? Um, and then not me not have to worry about, oh, my God, did I hurt her feelings by being so blunt? Um, she's like, no, no, you're good. Like, just fire it off. Um, get it to me however you can so I can take care of it. Uh, and, and to date, you know, I don't know if I've offended her or not, but I don't think I have. Um, and we have a great relationship. Like, um, I would consider her a friend and, uh, we work well together and she does a really good job and it's freed me up a lot. Um, so the process, uh, was great trying to get from, you know, I didn't have to weed through a thousand resumes and get to the one. So tell me a little bit, um, Beth or Paige, either one, tell me a little bit about your process on what you're looking for, you know, how you're matching people and, um, and what makes a great virtual assistant? Yeah, um, a lot goes into that entire process. Um, like you said, Beth jumps on the phone calls, meets with you, gets a lot of that information. And then I take all that information and put it together and create the job description. And we create the interview questions, we get the jobs posted. Um, in our meetings, when we're interacting with our clients, we are learning about the personality. We want to know about your work style. We want to know about that bluntness. We want to know that you want to be friends with your assistant so that that's what we're looking for. So that when we find somebody in a, in a phone screen or in an interview that's stuffy and uptight, it's like, okay, we can just check them off. Yeah. Um, and they I might have, be a great virtual assistant. Exactly. Exactly. But just not for you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I have always, one of my strengths has always been a very high level of emotional intelligence and the ability to read people. Um, when my husband coached uh, travel baseball for years and basketball for our boys, um, I was the Eddie Haskell sniffer outer. <laughs> so I was brought along to find the one person that wasn't going to fit um, whenever they had their tryout. So, you know, we, we post that job and then we start vetting those resumes. And like you said, you can get thousands, you can get hundreds. It just, it depends on the job. It depends on the time, um, but it's a lot to weed through. And immediately what we're looking for is somebody who's worked in this industry. That, that's something that we want. Um, we want somebody who's been an administrative assistant. Uh, we would love somebody who's worked remotely because those two things go hand in hand, um, especially if we're connecting a virtual assistant with a business owner who has never worked with a virtual assistant before. Having prior experience as a virtual assistant is huge because they're able to pull things off your plate. They're able to teach you how to do this. They're, just like you said, Ryan, Tamara just said, get it to me. I'll get it done. She wasn't afraid to, to take things from you or teach right. you how to work from your truck when you needed to. Yeah. And some of those things are difficult to let go of. I think there's probably been a few things with Tamara where I'm kind of like, and it's a trust building thing, right? Like, you know, the first month I'm like, okay, well, uh, I, I trust you with this much. And then the next month it's like, she did pretty good with that. I'll, I'm going to trust you with this much. And, and it is a gradual thing. It's not like you got to release your freaking bank account login, 
you know, month one, if that, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but you know, I, with Tamara, I'm comfortable giving her my credit card information and being like, Hey, go online and buy this stuff or whatever. So I, I feel like, uh, it takes time to get there and it's just like any relationship, right? Where you just kind of build it and grow it. And, and in order for me to gain that trust, it can't be walls like, uh, where I think some people might be more corporate focused. I need to know that I can trust you. And the only way for me to do that is kind of break through that, um, that corporate veil and focus on you as a person and kind of get to know your integrity and, um, the way you do things. And, um, Paige, I agree. I think you probably have, uh, excellent emotional intelligence. It's just unfortunate. Um, your background there, um, something went wrong, but no, I was kidding. for those of you guys who don't know, I was giving a hard time before the podcast. She's a Florida Gator, uh, fan. She, she was brainwashed as a child and didn't have a choice. So oh, I was just, raised right. She's living in that. And as you guys already are aware, I'm a huge Georgia Bulldogs fan. Go dogs, and, go dogs. Go dogs. So, uh, so yeah, let's talk about, so we, we talked about like what we're looking for. Um, and, uh, let's talk about, um, flexibility because this can look a lot of different ways. Can you guys talk to, uh, ways that this would, could look like, uh, for different types of businesses, whether it comes like budget hours, commitment, can you talk, talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. We, um, we specialize in being a specialist in everything. So we, uh, we have people who, who come to us and say, look, I just really need somebody five hours a week. And that is perfectly fine. And, and believe me, there are many people out there that just that, you know, five hours a week, one hour a day is all they really can afford right now. And uh, we can help you find that person that has enough bandwidth to, to give you that, that time. Uh, maybe it's 10 hours a week. Maybe it's 20. I know, Ryan, you started at, at 20. So I think I can fill 20. Boy, it didn't take you long to feel a little bit more, did it? She's 40 <laughs> and I told now. you from the get-go. Yeah, shees 40 now. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, but we're but we're willing to help you find that person. We're also uh, we really want to listen to your needs. I mean, there's some people who really need someone who's got some maybe some bookkeeping background. Maybe they they're QuickBooks certified and um, and that's just something that they bring to the table, which is wonderful for people in your industry. Um, you know, perhaps they're really good at podcasts. Maybe they know, know how to do some editing, um, that type of thing. Maybe you're someone who travels like crazy. Uh, and this is a person who really uh, understands how to get the most out of a travel schedule and keep you organized in that way. So book your flights. It, it, Absolutely. 100%. So it's really about that initial conversation that we have uh, with someone new, just trying to find out what their needs are. And sometimes you don't even know what those needs are. And as we begin to, to talk with you and um, hear where your pain points are, we can find someone. That's where Paige comes in to help us develop that really good job description. So the person knows what the expectations are from the start, whether or not you're able to delegate that immediately, or maybe it's down the road. So um, we can do it. Absolutely. And I chose to bring Tamara on as a, I think, did you start as W2 part-time? Uh, no, not in, I, well, actually, you know, now that you mentioned it, I can't really remember. I can't either. You may I have started 1099. Yeah. As contract, as the contract yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. So you may have started 1099, but then we brought you on as a W2 part-time employee right. and then full-time employee. 
Um, And so, uh, but this can look like that, right? I mean, you don't have to have the benefits and all that stuff. I mean, like you can find somebody to work for you five, 10 hours a week, uh, 1099, which I think is great because, um, you know, it's, it's a lot more, uh, cost effective that way. You don't have to do all the benefits and everything. So, um, and then it's like, how, you know, what am I going to give her? And, um, you know, how much time is it going to take her to do it? Uh, I think Tamara, you and I had some conversations around like, uh, task and how long it takes to do things. And, um, you know, as long as things were getting done in a timely manner, uh, can Tamara, can you talk to a little bit about some of the things that you did to make me feel comfortable that on the fact that during the hours you were actually, uh, being effective in doing the things that, um, because I mean, you're in Texas, I'm in Georgia. Um, there's gotta be some accountability there. And you were like completely great with the way you handled that. Yeah, sure. So, um, I, it is very important to me working virtually that whoever I'm working for it, it, you, it is huge with trust building. You as a business owner are trusting me to do my job without seeing me ever in person. And that, um, like acknowledging that as somebody that's going to work for you is uh, huge. So I tend to try and over communicate things, especially like we did in the beginning um, with, uh, you know, we had discussed sending an outline of what I do during the day. And even just something as simple as that, you know, sending a list, this is what I got accomplished today for your review so that you can see this list is very long, or this list is not very long. What did it take you six hours to do? You know, um, so I think the transparency of being willing to communicate that and um, just kind of, you you know, anytime that you call, I will pick up. Like, it's not a question, first ring, I'm there. Because that's so important to for you to know and have that assurance that, you know, while you're paying me, I am focused on on this only, not cleaning the house, not doing anything else. I'm focused on work, just like I would be if I was in an actual office. And we as virtual assistants, I feel like have to kind of um, even overperform in that in with that, because it is a huge amount of trust. And that's something that's very sacred to me as um, a person is just, you know, you're giving me this opportunity and I want to make sure that you know and are comfortable um, with, with what I'm taking care of for you. And one of the things that I think really helped me with that was you basically gave me permission to ask you questions like what you did. And, um, you know, and the fact that we knocked that down and you, um, you proactively gave me that permission to make me feel comfortable asking you about that, uh, made me feel comfortable to where I didn't really need to ask, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but having that conversation from a, from a assistant point of view, I think that's important to just be like, look, I'm here to be fully transparent. Uh, I'm, you know, you can ask me anything as far as like what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and how long it's taking. Um, so at least have that conversation so that the business owner, like, at least feels comfortable asking if they have Mm -hmm. a question. It's not, uh, it's not like we're don't trust. It's just that, Hey, we're building this relationship. We're getting to learn each other. We're getting to know each other. Uh, you know, this task took you this long. Uh, was there something that, uh, 
that maybe drug it out a little bit longer. And I, I don't think we've ever had that conversation, but I'm just saying in general that this is um, something that I think is important for the administrative assistant to lay the groundwork um, to make that a comfortable conversation for the business owner uh, because trust is probably one of the biggest things. So um, how I, I had a problem with um, maybe trying to find someone that was like, you know, originally I was thinking like 10 hours a week and then I'm like, oh my God, 10 hours a week is going to go really fast um, for me. Um, but uh, how of like... I like that Tamara's available. I can text her. I can call her. She's always right there. She's, you know, like she said, she makes me feel like she's beside me. Um, how does this look and feel when you have somebody for five or 10 hours uh, a week when maybe they can't or won't be at your kind of beck and call? Um, bad way to put it probably, but um, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, 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 in this industry, every virtual assistant is going to be different. Um, there are virtual assistants out there who will block their time and they'll say, you get, you know, two hours a day. I'm going to work for you between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And that is it. And I'll only answer calls during that time. But um, one thing that we look for when we're looking for a virtual assistant at just that small chunk of time or, you know, up to 20 hours a week. Um, we're looking for somebody who's flexible. We're looking for somebody who's adaptable. Uh, we're looking for somebody who might have another client. So you're not, you might not be their only client, but that they are sitting at their computer most of the day. And that if you call at nine o'clock or three o'clock, they are going to be available to answer your call. They might not be able to get it on the first ring. They might have to call you back. It's pretty high but standard, they're going to respond. They're, yeah, they're going to respond. They're going to they're going to be there. They're going to take care of your needs. So, if, if that's the case, when it is just five or ten hours a week, we we know we're looking for somebody very special. We're looking for somebody almost like the, they're a bendy straw that they can adapt to to what it is that you need. That's great. Y'all have anything, Beth? You have anything to add, uh, or Tamara? You know, I was going to ask Tamara. Um, when, when you were talking about just, you know, turning things over to her, Tamara, do you feel like that um, as a virtual assistant, you get a lot more done in a short, in a shorter amount of time than you did in a regular office? I mean, I hear that over and over again. And yeah. I do think that is a good point um, for, for getting tasks done. Yeah, absolutely. Just because, I mean, I'm here in my space. Um, I don't, I've, I've become very accustomed to working with distractions, like, but um, I'm not getting up. You know how it is in an office. There's a lot of chit chat. I know when I worked um, previously, the last time I worked in an office, it was all girls. And there was not one time where one of us wasn't in, in somebody else's office, just kind of, you know, shooting the breeze. And um, it's not as task focused. Um, here, I'm in my space, I control everything. And, um, but not only that, it's the fact that I am home. And like I said, my personality specifically, and I think that a lot of the good virtual assistants are also this way, is we understand that we need to be extra focused during this time because of the trust building that happens when you're working remotely. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll, I've been working. I started as a virtual assistant back 2012, 2013-ish. Been working from home all this time. And um, over the last six weeks, we've actually had some people living in our guest house. 
and interacting with us on a daily basis, knowing that both my husband and I work from home. And let me tell you, there was water cooler chit chat that was about to drive me up a wall. <laughs> it's been almost 10 years since I've had to deal with that. And there were times yeah. I wanted to pluck my eyeballs out and say, I got to work. I'm not yeah. used to having to communicate with humans, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you do, you do get so much more done when the distractions aren't, aren't there. Hey Ryan, how's it going? Good man. How are you Roman? Doing great. I just wanted to reach out and let you guys know how grateful I am that Somer has been a sponsor of Torsion Talk. Yeah, fifth season already. We've had four really good seasons and a lot of good success for us. That's great to hear. At this point, though, I think everybody's pretty much heard of you guys that follow the podcast. What do you think we could say to make your ad stand out for season five? Well, I think we've been working really hard on customer service, making sure that our team and everyone knows all the technical things they need to know to make sure we get uh, the best and quickest service to both homeowners and dealers. Um, we've also been putting a lot of stuff out there to improve product knowledge so that customers know how to, or so that dealers and technicians can know how to troubleshoot or know, you know, what all our operators are capable of, because there's a lot of stuff, even stuff that's not in the manual. And um, we're continually improving the product. We've had a couple of new software releases in the last year. Um, we're continually adding additional accessories, and we've got some even new operators in the pipeline that we're excited about. So you guys got a lot going on. That is great. Am I allowed to talk about how awesome you guys have been through all the shortages and price increases? You guys have been like steady Eddie. Like you didn't skip a beat. No quality issues to my knowledge or anything. Well, Summer is a German company. You know, we, we do things slowly, but we're, we try to do them well. That is super true. You guys have a great team, and I am so thankful and proud to have you guys as a sponsor of Torsion Talk. Hey, Torsion Talk family, if you haven't tried Somer yet, I challenge you to reach out and start a conversation today. Not only is the product great, but Roman and his team are super knowledgeable. I can call him and troubleshoot or just ask advice because he's been in my shoes. If you're ready to chat with the team at Somer, call 877-766-6607. Bifolding overhead doors are simply cool. Therefore, if you install one, you too are cool. All kidding aside, Schweiss makes the best bifold door on the market. So when you have an opportunity to sell a bifold, check them out first. As a matter of fact, bifold security doors are hot right now. If you check out their website, bifold.com, you can see hundreds of ideas on how businesses are using bifold doors. They have tons of photos on their website. They've supplied doors, bifold doors, for restaurants, basketball stadiums like Golden One Center in Sacramento, retail stores, and even spectacular homes. These doors are a game changer and a statement piece. If you want a project that will draw attention, sell Schweiss door. Tell them Ryan with Torch Talk Podcast sent you. Visit bifold.com. That's B I F O L D.com. I log out and say, I got work. I'm not yeah. used to having to communicate with humans. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you do. You do get so much more done when the distractions aren't, aren't there. And so, uh, shifting gears a little bit, uh, there's different ways to hire a virtual assistant. Um, and speaking of hiring, like one of my favorite things that Tamara does for me. Well, there's a lot, but uh, the fact that I can do a job listing and all the resumes come in and I don't have to go through them 
Um, she will go through them, pick out the ones that's best. She'll even like pre-qualify them, call them, see if they're a good culture fit. And if they are like set up an interview and I don't even, I don't even have to touch the whole freaking process is done. Like I just, I got an interview scheduled on my calendar and all I did was post a job. I could even have her write the stinking job description uh, and post it for me. I mean, like, seriously, like, uh, I think sometimes as business owners, we're like, oh, my God, I need to hire somebody. And then three weeks later, we hadn't have time to even write the, the stinking ad and post it. I mean, you could literally drive to your next job, call, call your assistant and be like, hey, I need to post a job. Here's a job description. Here's the pay. Here's the information. Uh, can you post it for me? And then all the resumes that come in, weed them out, pick out ones. This is what I'm looking for. Um, and then, you know, book them on my calendar for me to interview on this day and this day between these hours. Voila. Right. So, uh, and for a virtual assistant, I think that's perfect, right? Like that's a great, that's a great, uh, great task for them. And that, that, uh, I think just think there's so many things that like don't get done because we don't get started. Um, we don't get started because we're transitioning from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, um, and then you have to have, you know, that free time to, to think about how am I going to write this ad? What all do I want this person to do? Um, how much am I going to pay them? And you, you know, so it's, it's a lot to go into. And so I, I feel like, uh, it's very helpful. So let's talk about, um, uh, changing gears slightly again. What are the different ways to find, um, and I know you guys have your way, so you can talk to that. Uh, but what are the different ways to find an executive assistant? I'll, I'll say one, which is you could, uh, I use workable, uh, to hire employees. I like workable. It drives a lot of traffic from a lot of different places. So I get a good variety. Um, but outside of like listing just a job, uh, I really liked going to an agency like you guys, because, your experts in being able to find a virtual assistant, you know, the questions to ask, you weed out all the, the, uh, not junk, but people that wouldn't fit, um, the, the personality and the culture. And I invested, like it was an investment. I did invest some time talking to you, Beth, and, uh, going some back and forth. But for the most part, I mean, it wasn't, it was probably the easiest process I'd been through ever in hiring. So, uh, you guys can talk a little bit about how you do it. Uh, talk a little bit about how other companies do it. Um, and, uh, and we'll just kind of let the audience, if they're interested, kind of pick the path that works best for them. That's, I'll start with, I'll start with the, um, the other way you can hire. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the most common ways to find a virtual assistant, of course, is to go to a virtual assistant agency. There, there are, Lots of them out there. Gazillion. There's bazillions. There's there's a great big one that everybody probably knows. There, there's a couple big ones that most people know. And then there are little ones all over the place that if you keep scrolling on the Google pages, you'll eventually find them. Um, with COVID, every mom and pop who wants to stay home has now opened their own virtual assistant company. Mm -hmm. So there's even more out there for you to find. If you go through an actual agency that's established, some of the benefits are going to be you're going to have not only you're going to have your virtual relationship or your virtual assistant, you're, you might have a relationship manager to help you navigate that relationship, to help you, you know, to help the assistant take things off your plate, to give them ideas, to support them and to support you. 
Um, you are also going to have um, virtual assistant companies and agencies. They tend to have a high turnover of, of their virtual assistants. Um, they get filled up, life happens, they move on, they get another job, another client might buy them out. And so now you are stuck and you don't have anybody, but they've got somebody on the bench, they can slide into that spot. And they've got, they've got their SOPs that they kept and they can train the person and, it, and it, they can make it as seamless as possible. Um, they um, downside of one of those big agencies, you're not just paying for your virtual assistant. So you're not just paying between 20 and $30 an hour to your virtual assistant. You're paying the agency somewhere between, typically it's between 35 and 60 an hour. And then your virtual assistant might only get between 15 and $20 an hour of that, no matter how good they are, no matter how much you want to pay them, that's what they're gonna get. So the agency has a good bit of overhead that they have to cover. And it's, it's understandable. They've got those relationship managers, all the ads they're posting. They've got a lot of people working for them. They've got corporate employees. So it is gonna be more pricey in the long term for with the big agencies because you are going to be paying a lot more money per hour every month and you might then only be able to afford that five or ten hours a month versus a full-time virtual assistant so you know they've got their goods and their bad and you kind of have to decide what's right for you and i'll kind of let beth tell a little bit about how our process and, and how we're different so full transparency, we worked for one of those big companies and we were not only virtual assistants, but we were on the corporate staff eventually. And um, it, great experience. Uh, we feel like uh, you get a great, uh, for the most part, you get a good virtual, uh, virtual assistant and a virtual experience. However, what the reason we decided to, to form our own business is because we felt like it didn't necessarily serve the client or the contractor well. And we, we met a lot of contractors who were like, I just really love this guy or I really love working for this lady and I just really want to work for them, but they can't afford to buy my contract out. And um, we also had clients that said, I, I, I have them for 10 hours a week, but I, I really need them for 30, but I can't bump up that much. And so they would walk away from the company and, and we just felt like they were there was people, there were, there were entrepreneurs and, and business owners out there who were not getting the best. And there were contractors who were just not being, being able to serve. And most of them have an amazing servant heart and, and want, um, really, really want to serve clients well. And so we said, there's got to be a better way. And that's when we, we, um, we created, we recruit well. And we just are, we're took the middleman out. So all we do is charge you a, an upfront fee. And um, that fee goes to, for, our, for our staff, for our people to help us. And also for all the job postings, the time that we spend um, looking for the right virtual assistant or, or hybrid assistant for you. Um, I, I think we, we brought a lot of um, wonderful things from that company and that we really, um, learned how to read between the lines and figure out what uh, what a client needs. Uh, you know, I, I think Ryan, that when we uh, we interviewed you, one of the things Tamara said in her her initial interview with me, she says, I'm just a ray of sunshine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I may have even told you that. I yeah, said, I, I said, I've had 
she's a ray of sunshine. And, but, but we don't always look for rays of sunshine. Like right now we're looking for uh, pepper pots <laughs> for a client. <laughs> and so, um, so just learning how to, to find the person that meets your needs and what you're going through in your business right now, that's really where we shine and what we want to do. So there's not anything wrong with the, with, um, the subscription model. There's not really anything wrong with our model. It's just what's best for you in your business where you are right now. Yeah. And so, um, uh, essentially I think about the term like headhunter. So you guys are kind of like headhunters. Um, and it sounded like to me that, um, you guys are pretty well established in the industry so much so that like, uh, when you guys post something, um, like people jump all over it. Like there was no shortage of people interested and you guys can kind of like based off your interview with me, uh, we're able to kind of narrow it down. Um, and like I said, I mean, I'm not trying to like promote your business, but I do, I, I loved uh, the experience. I thought it was very good. I thought you guys did a wonderful job. Um, and so, uh, I, I don't like, again, like what they said, I don't think it's wrong either way. Uh, I did, I have heard, um, like you had mentioned something about a buyout. Um, and for, you know, a lot of the guys on here, they probably don't, not familiar with that, but, um, I've heard that, uh, some subscription companies, um, like if you hit it off really well, like let's say I hired Tamara through a subscription model and I said, you know what? I really, Tamara, I want you to come work for me. Well, you signed an agreement with them that you can't basically like a non-compete, you cannot take her from them. Um, and so in that scenario, uh, you, you risk lawsuit, the, she risk lawsuit. Um, however, there's a buyout clause and I've heard someone's thrown out numbers as high as $10,000. Oh, uh, it's higher. Is it higher? Okay. It's, it's probably between 12 and 15 for some of, some of them now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you gotta pay it and then you have to pay the person, you know, hourly or sourly to do the job. So it's like a one time 12 or $15,000. Um, and you, you know, uh, that, and you're already paying based on what you guys are saying, you know, 40, 50, $60 an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I, I think there's pros and cons to both obviously. Um, so let's talk about, uh, if, if, uh, Tamara was horrible, um, and we brought her on and it didn't work out. Um, Beth, help me understand her page. Um, help me understand how, uh, we identify number one, you're probably trying to figure out if I'm the problem or if she's the problem. Um, (laughs) and then trying to match me up again. What, what does that look like? Do I have to pay again? Um, how, how does that work? Well, the way we do it, hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, we have a really good record of making matches, kind of like the e-harmony of, you know, the business world. So hopefully it doesn't happen, but it can. Um, and the, the only thing we're not going to, you know, kind of, I guess, guarantee for a lack of a better word is, is life because life can happen. But if we'd matched you guys together and 30 days down the road, it was an absolute disaster. And Ryan, you come to us and say, oh, I think I made a mistake. I, this is not what I wanted. She's not doing a good job. I can't find her. She's not answering her phone. Um, 
first thing we're going to do is we don't have to go all the way back to the drawing board. We just have to go back to, you know, the pool of who, who did we have that applied for your job? And that's where we're going to look first. So you still have um, maybe the other two people still haven't found a job and we can go back to them and see if they're still interested. And if you're still interested in them, we can start vetting some other resumes. Um, So really our, our um, guarantee is within a 90 day period. If in, within 90 days you decide that this just isn't the right match for you, we will go back and we will we will start again. Um, and it's for the same fee. We don't charge you anymore. Um, we just go back to that drawing board and and we try that again. You know, based on the the, the resumes and things that we came, that that came in. Um, if it's a situation where you know the client comes to us and says, you know, oh, it was awful. It's terrible. Can't can't get anything done. Um, and then let's say we hear from, we hear from the VA and we've got a whole different story. Um, you know, that's something it's, it's one of those situations where it's like, I always told my boys as they were growing up, you know, there's, there's your side, there's your brother's side and the truth lies somewhere in the middle. And so, you know, the first thing in that kind of an instance that we want to do is, you know, get to the bottom of it. Um, especially if both people are unhappy, are we miscommunicating? Or, or really, is this just not a match? Is this just right. not going to work? Is it oil and water? Yeah. Cool. Well, um, what would you tell a uh, home service company contractor, a business owner who feels completely overwhelmed? Um, where does he start? Uh, you know, how, how does he how does he take the first step if he's trying to find a virtual assistant? Give me general first, and then. You know, if you want to, at the end, uh, we'll give you guys some information if you guys want to reach out to Beth and Paige. But, like, how do you start? Uh, do you start with writing down a list of things that you want to delegate or what? Like, give me give me an idea of what would be a good recommendation for you guys to get them started. I'll, I'll start, Beth. Okay. Um, I would say, first of all, we have on our website, which is just WeRecruitWell.com, there are free resources that will actually give you all kinds of, of ideas and things that you can give to a virtual assistant. One of the tools, it's called Three Steps to a Clean Plate. And literally, it's just writing stuff down. It's a PDF and you can print it off. It's absolutely free. Um, and, and that can kind of give you an idea and give you a starting point. There's all kinds of other tools on there that you can you can look at and you can use and you can print off and see if they kind of help give you any ideas like that. Um, some of the first things that I would do and this first things I'm going to want to get taken off my plate if I'm in that situation are Ryan, like you said, email management. I mean, I sit at my desk all day and I do not want to check my email. I, I mean, email is something I, I dread as, yeah. as a business owner. Um, email, what is it they can, what can they do for you? Um, scheduling, can they help you schedule those appointments? What, what, what are all those things? What are your pain points? What, what are the things you have to do that you hate to do and put them on a piece of paper? Um, make that list. You really don't have to do a lot because um, I know we do this and we do it. Beth does an excellent job of this and most other virtual assistant companies out there do as well but they're going to walk you through the process. They're going to hold your hand the whole way through. And they're going to ask you the questions that identify your pain points. And they're going to draw it from you. And as you're having those conversations, you're going to go, oh yeah, that too. So you don't have to be afraid. If you don't have any starting point, you can just reach out and that company or we can get you started. That's awesome. Um, So 
uh, Beth, do you have anything you want to add? I guess we're getting close to wrapping up and, um, from a, from a business owner's perspective, uh, what would you tell them, uh, to get started from, from your point of view, like, uh, mentally trying to, cause you helped me mentally kind of prepare because I didn't know what to expect. And it was a bit overwhelming starting out. Um, number one, I had to get over the fact that I didn't want to look like, uh, an idiot hiring a virtual assistant. Cause I thought idiots hired virtual assistants, um, <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, I was like, Oh, it's my work. I can handle my work. Um, I don't need an assistant, but, uh, so he- explain, you got a bunch of blue collar people listening, right? Um, it's not that we're too good for virtual assistants. It's maybe we don't have enough confidence for a virtual assistant, but, um, what, what, what do you, what could you tell a blue collar business owner who's struggling, um, and then like in a mental capacity, um, what would you, what would you point them? What direction would you point them in? I feel like um, sometimes even the word, this is my assistant, seems like you said, just feels a little hoity-toity maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would encourage you to kind of think outside the box. And and as you're talking to a customer and, and you need to get back to them, you can say, hey, um, I, I've got a, a, one of my team members is going to reach out to you. You don't have to call them your assistant. Uh, you don't even have to refer them that way. If, if they're calling are emailing someone on your behalf, they can say, Hey, you know, I, I, I'm one of Ryan's team members and I'd love to help you with this. Or Ryan, Ryan gave me a call and said, I could help you. So I think it's just kind of flipping the switch and not thinking, Oh, this is my, you know, my executive assistant because I'm such an executive, but no, this isn't one of my team members. And I think Tamara will tell you straight up, you're a team member, right? Tamara? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so it's, it's, it's just flipping that switch and thinking of it kind of in a different, different way. Cool. All right. And, uh, I think this is going to be very helpful because, uh, I do like to help business owners find ways to do business that aren't super traditional. And this isn't super traditional, especially for like a contractor. Um, you know, but if you can manage to figure this out, it can, it can bring you a, a lot less stress. Um, there's days, I mean, I mean, Tamara can tell you, I probably, there's, I try to do as many days as possible, but, uh, I've gone two, two, three days without checking email. Um, yeah, that's a win, right? Uh, especially when you're getting hundreds of emails from different people in different inboxes. Um, you know, and so once you find what, like, I would say the first 30 days is just, a uh, you know, getting to know each other, finding your processes. We've tweaked uh, the way we do my inbox and organize my email like three or four times. Uh, and I asked her last time, I'm like, you're not going to get mad if I go back to the old way, are you? Um, she's like, nope, I'm here to do it however you want to do it. So um, now we're, we're, we've moved back to the inbox and we've got folders, but I'm working out of the fold uh, out of the inbox instead of the folders now. Um, so, but it's, it's just finding your groove. Um, and, and it, you know, it's patience, it's understanding, but the amount of mental stress that's off of me, uh, knowing that if something important comes into my inbox that needs immediate attention, I get a phone call. 
or a text message that says, Hey, you got something in your inbox that I think you really need to see. Um, or, you know, I don't get any of that. And I know that there's nothing in my inbox. And sometimes that's good, right? There's, there's something good to say about me getting a bunch of things accomplished, knowing there's nothing that needs my immediate attention in my inbox and feeling the need to check it randomly. Um, and so I, I can tell you that just, uh, just out of stress alone, um, it, it's so nice to have somebody. And as a business owner, I say this a lot, especially with my, my garage door, you group, um, it, a business owner is probably the loneliest position other than a pastor. Um, it's, it's, you don't want to admit things aren't going well um, ever, uh, especially publicly, because then it looks like you're a failure at your job or your business isn't doing well. Um, there's You can't talk to your employees um, a lot of times about issues uh, in you know, your management team. Yes, but um, they're all, you know, you got to keep that, that professionalism and that balance there. Uh, and so there are times where, um, you know, I can... I can ask Tamara, dude, am I crazy for thinking this way? And she's like, no, like, uh, and that grounds me a little bit too. Right. And makes me feel like, you know, Hey, you know, I'm doing a good job. And I mean, we just, we just went through, um, within the last few days, uh, dealing today too with something. And, uh, you know, yesterday I got some news and it was very hard. Um, and she was, don't cry Tamara, please. Um, <laughs> but she was able to encourage me. And as a business owner, you're like, damn, when's the last time somebody encouraged me, you know? Uh, and sometimes driving down the road and you get that encouragement and it, it, it gives you that extra boost, uh, to, to go further and to try harder. And, um, and that makes a big difference. It's not just the, and that's what I mean about getting matched with the right person, um, and it's become more of a friendship. Um, but we also have a great working relationship. Uh, and I, I, you know, I'm super thankful for, uh, for Tamara and for you guys for, you know, giving me the opportunity. And, um, I, I just want to share with everybody who listens to the podcast, what an opportunity this could be for you, um, to find somebody, find your Tamara. Don't call my Tamara, call somebody else's Tamara. Um, if I find out you're trying to recruit my Tamara, I'll kill you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's not a terroristic threat. I'm just kidding. Um, but in all seriousness, I do want to, uh, encourage you guys that, you know, there's somebody out there that can help you. Um, and I know it feels overwhelming and there's sometimes you don't have anybody to talk to and, you know, and maybe your virtual assistant doesn't want to hear your problems. I don't know, but, uh, there's probably an assistant out there that will hear them. And I know Tamara is not a counselor, but she's very good at um, finding times where she knows I'm having a hard day and just shooting me an encouraging text or whatever. And that makes a huge difference. Um, and I really appreciate that. And I think for you guys, it could do the same. So Beth, uh, Paige, Tamara, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate that. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no doubt. It. Uh, so if someone's interested in talking to you guys and, and uh, maybe not ready yet, but just wants to start the conversation, see if it's for them, uh, how do they reach out? What's the best way for them to get with you guys? Hop on our website, um, werecruitwell.com. Um, plenty of opportunities. Click around. Check it out. Um, you get, there's a contact us form on there. Um, we'd love to talk to you. 
Beautiful. So uh, is there a phone number on there or just the best way for them to fill out the form and then you guys schedule it through email? Yep. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. We recruit well.com, right? See, I'm getting the hang of this. Um, And so go there, visit it. And, you know, if you want to shop around, look at other opportunities, you can certainly do that. But I can tell you firsthand, uh, Beth and Paige are top notch, as you probably can already tell through the podcast. Uh, They do a phenomenal job and uh, they were wonderful with um, pulling out of me what I didn't know I needed, um, and pulling out of me. Um, like I didn't need to know everything. I didn't need to know all the questions to ask. You just show up, they pull it out and then they get everybody and they put it together and then they present it and you talk to the people and whatever one you match up best with, they make it happen. It is a smooth and easy process. And the timeline from beginning to end was what week or two, three weeks, Weeks, I don't want to set the expectation okay. too high. Yeah. yeah, we definitely right. I'll be honest. Right now, we are. It's flying, people. It's just. I can't tell you how fast we. We now two weeks would be about right, but I think from start to finish, ours was about three weeks. So you can have signed the contract. So that's yeah. that's a really pretty quick. So you can have your virtual assistant starting for you um, within a few weeks, possibly, and um, get get on the road. And again, uh, the expectation is just to be set. You know, the first month or two is a is a transition and learning experience for the two of you. Uh, but after that, I think if you guys are jiving well, then um, there's going to be a lot of stuff taken off your plate, and it's uh, it's very nice. It's definitely worth the upfront commitment both financially and time to just slow down and figure that out. But um, I appreciate you guys for coming on listening. Hey guys, uh, honestly, if you're a business owner and you're listening to this and you need help uh, administrative, uh, you don't have to hire an employee locally. This is a great opportunity for you guys to uh, find somebody part-time or um, even like I imagine temporary too, right? Um, You guys probably fill some temporary roles. Uh, so maybe you got a, um, uh, somebody going on leave for, uh, having a baby or medical or whatever, this would be a good opportunity to fill a gap maybe. Uh, so if you guys have any interest, check out, uh, we recruit well.com. And, uh, if you guys have any questions about, um, my experience, feel free to hit me up on social media and we really appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook page. And do you guys have a Facebook page? We recruit well, we do. We do. there you go. Check out Facebook we recruit and well. Instagram. Pinterest. Look at them. They're on IG and Pinterest, taking pictures of people and posting them on there. No, I'm just kidding. All right. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. And we appreciate all your support. Mm